0: back to old school with DP and J on 937 the ticket and the ticket fm.com This is old school on
1: 937 the ticket the The Eve of Christmas Eve edition as we're all going off to our holiday break. Hopefully you are too in in settling in for some nice radio listening before uh, maybe getting together with loved ones or friends or whatever have you. You got any uh, Christmas plans or holiday plans for tonight or is it starting Uh, tomorrow? It
2: it starts tomorrow. So I got Christmas baking to do tomorrow during the day. Christmas baking. Yeah, I got that to do tomorrow during the day and then uh, Christmas Day we're we're hanging out with family. Yeah. That's a that's a good way to do it. I'm going. Do you have a, a, a preference
1: on which day you open?
2: Oh, it's got to be Christmas morning. Christmas morning is it has to go. be Christmas yeah. After morning. Santa comes, already, yeah. Like obviously, bingo.
1: <laughs> Does Santa still show up to your household every year? Every year. Got any younger siblings? Or no, a, no. I'm the youngest. <laughs> Just still showing up.
2: Yeah, still shows up. Uh, you might skip over your house one of these years. I'm sorry to tell you, you do age out of these things eventually. No, I tr- I'm telling you, <laughs> not he, your house. He he goes. He he comes to my parents' house and yeah. he comes to my house. Oh, he does. So yeah, <laughs> both. Does Both. anybody else live with you? <laughs> yep, two other uh, 20-some-year-olds. Oh, okay, so okay. They come. He comes every year.
1: Good for him. Do you leave out the cookies and the milk? Yep, and reindeer food and everything. Yeah, reindeer food. You make it? Reindeer food's very odd. It's uh, <laughs> It's uh, I saw somebody mixing it the other day. It was, it was like oats and glitter. Yeah, is it that is. that reindeer yep, food? it is. Yeah. I use
2: it every year. I have a recipe if anybody needs it. <laughs> we got a call here. It's very
1: important to note that that's only for, rain, for <laughs> reindeer that can fly. That's uh, So yeah. don't ever feed that to anything else. To real to, <laughs> to action, to your uh, grazing reindeer. That's right. Uh, we do have a call from Nebraska Nolan on the Sardar Hamming text. No, it's not a text line, it's a hotline. Honda of Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. Uh, Nebraska Nolan, uh, happy holidays. What do you think about? Hey,
0: Merry Christmas to you guys and hey everybody you. out there. Hey, I wanted to say, um, the, luckily, the quarterback position is such a finicky thing, Right. Um, I'll just throw a few names out, and just just for reference, you know, yes, we know Joe Burrow and the whole connection to Nebraska, but nobody knew, you know, anything about this kid leaving Ohio State other than the fact that I think people knew he was a competitor in practice and went to LSU his first year. Nobody, you know, thought twice about him his first year, and then with all that talent, yes, there's a ton of talent there. Making his notes about that, but they go on undefeated, win national title. But a guy who nobody knew left, you know, was his third, second and third string in Ohio State. Um, Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield were both transfer guys. Baker wouldn't walk on to Oklahoma. Um, Kyle Allen was at was at Wyoming of all places. Nobody, you know, how did he get it, end up there? And now he's in the league. All, all I'm saying is is quarterbacks come from strange places and they could even be on the roster. You know, yes, they have a different offensive coordinator, and we don't know anything about how it's going to really look next year, especially with Frost having his fingerprints over the offense all the time. My point is just there's a chance that it does work out because that quarterback position can be such a strange thing. I mean, I didn't know anything about Kenny Pickett until about halfway through this season. You know, yeah, he had a decent year last year numbers-wise, but it was like, you know, Texas Tech, you know, great quarterback and they don't win nothing. And so all of them saying that it, it's possible that, that they get it turned around in the quarterback position. We never see it coming. Mm-hmm. You know, he may not be a national title contender or something, but a seven, six, even eight win team if things fall right it's possible, that's all I'm saying. You just don't know where these guys come from.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Thanks for the call, Nebraska, Nolan. Um, unfortunately for every one of those guys, there are, are countless numbers. I mean, I, I don't even want to throw out a number of, yeah. of guys that don't turn it around like that, but it is a good point. You can – I mean, these things can kind of happen out of nowhere. Uh, Baker Mayfield, the one-time walk-on, uh, as he mentioned there. Um, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow – I mean, I, I personally wanted Joe Burrow twice, but two coaching staffs didn't, uh, and they, they, they moved on with that him um but anybody in my mind anybody that gets a scholarship at ohio state is worth a look at nebraska because you don't compete with them in the recruiting uh initially of quarterbacks i mean if you have a scholarship after ohio state or nebraska you're going to ohio state more often than not so um You know, there, there are some reasons. I mean, Kyler Murray, another guy you pointed out was at one time, the number one recruit uh, in the nation to Texas Mm A&M. So even some of those comeback stories are are just that the comeback stories. They're not out from the ashes, but you know, Baker Mayfield is one, Um, you know, Josh Allen did start at, you know, did play at Wyoming. So, I mean, there are examples of that can happen. It could certainly happen. Um, There might be a name that they get in the transfer portal that, you know, has, you know, throw through for 13 touchdowns and nine mm-hmm. interceptions or something. And you go, all right, this isn't, th- this is what we needed. And then he turns around and has a great year. Um, it's just more likely than not, not going to happen that way. But there's the hope.
2: Well, and and to ne- Nebraska Nolan, I mean, Nebraska Nolan's absolutely correct. He's he's right on all those guys. Um, they worked out. And what I would say, though, you, you still need a couple of things. And He kind of alluded to one of them. You need coaches that can develop because they're still going to need to learn the playbook. They're going to need to learn how to fit into their offense. Um, But then also you need talent around them, and you need that talent to develop as those guys come along. Um, Think about it. I mean, running back, Joe Burrow specifically had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Josh Allen was the NFL-type body as well. Um, That's a big reason why he's working out. So well in the NFL, Uh, Kyle. And he's a
1: first-round pick. So even though he played at Wyoming, it's not that he was overlooked. And
2: there's just that talent, also. Um, But no, no. I mean, like think about the talent at LSU. And and Nebraska Nolan alluded to this. He didn't. He hit right on it. I mean, you had Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Thaddeus Moss, Clyde edwards alaire Plus, you had a pretty good defense at LSU as well. And and that's just Joe Burrow. Like you said, the comeback story because he was he was a highly tired recruit. Still, mm-hmm. um, he was still a high four star, I believe, at the time. So either way, you, you need a couple things. You need a coaching staff that um, has a plan, has a vision for the guy, and and executes it well. And number two, you need talent around him that develops with that quarterback in that system meshes well and you find some success there.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, that's a lot to ask for this team to to do. But again, you know, sometimes it feels like, and I, and I say this again, is that it feels like such an uphill battle, but it, it really can't be that much to try to get to six wins, um, particularly in this division. Now, it, it is when you start to add up the losses that they've had in this division and their their you know their mm-hmm. their matchups with those teams. But these aren't teams that overwhelm you with uh, with some of the stuff you were talking about with roster talent. Um, more so, coaching and developing those guys. Um, but a lot of those times, it's you know it's it's hold on to the ball, low possession. Uh, you know, re- re- rely on running game and defense. And if you have a quarterback that can outduel all of that then go ahead but uh other than that we're going to grind it out and try to win uh some of these low scoring games i mean that's what this division is filled with and for what it's worth a lot of them are bringing a lot of it back i mean minnesota has like four running backs over 500 yards uh you know that have had at least 500 yard seasons that are going to be in that room next year um you know wisconsin and i in iowa kind of just have that those programs in place to where if you you know they might hurt a little bit we'll see uh you know even they fall off when they have those players but you know you kind of expect the same thing out of them year in and year out and and Purdue obviously had some big wins we'll see if they can uh can continue with that the big one for a lot of us though is Northwestern the team that Nebraska absolutely shellacked and uh, in 156 to 7 in Memorial Stadium that was a nice breath of fresh air we thought they turned a corner we hope they turn the corner, I suppose. But yeah, I mean at that at that point in time they were three and three. Mm-hmm. And at least I mean nobody at least thought that three and nine was on its way. Yeah. Um and that Minnesota game was really what kind of jumped up and, and, and bit it there to where
2: it was like, Oh, they, they were might three not win and, anymore. Three and three after Northwestern and then it was just six yikes. Yeah. I, I didn't think about that in depth like that, where it was you were three and three after that game, thinking that everything was, was sorting itself out and then you go on six. And eight. even that
1: three and four, that, that game against Michigan, you know, that was a top 10 Michigan team when they yeah. came in. So you're going, man, we just need to get over the hump against one of these teams. Yeah. It was really that Minnesota game. That Minnesota game was just like the biggest slap right. in the face where it's just, Oh, this isn't
2: going to, you can't lose that one. No. And, and I would even throw Purdue into that category. I yeah. mean, Nebraska, they, they should have beaten Purdue, but you have, you have so many turnovers in that game. When, when you throw the ball, or turn the ball over four times with four interceptions. You you cannot expect to win a game.
1: No. Uh, and of course they didn't. And that was, that was interesting because they just didn't pull Adrian Martinez. So it was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think everybody decided, I guess I would say majority of the fan base decided, okay, that uh, the Adrian split might be something that's best Yeah. for everybody involved moving forward. And I, I've said it for a long time on my show. I don't think that Nebraska's better today. The roster is with Adrian off of it. And, you know, the more the portal <laughs> – you know, those names drop out of the portal, the bigger ones, the less I believe that they're going to be better going into next season without Adrian and whoever they replace him with. But it just it just kind of – I mean, the book's been written there, and regardless of what happened, I mean, if Adrian did come back and lead you to 7-5, to it just wouldn't have done much. I mean, what does that do it, for the entire story? Well, that
2: – and he, the best he did was 7-5 and five in year five.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. And so – um, it's a failed project almost regardless of what happens unless you know you you have the hopes that he wins the division or goes 12 and 0 but in realistic possibilities the the best hope there was 7 and 5 and and that's just that's not worth the entire experiment so uh i i think they didn't make the right move moving forward but again i think they're worse <laughs> off for it um but it it it, it doesn't I think for the future and in, and in, in trying to say this Scott Frost thing can work down the line, uh, you're going to get a lot more of your answer this year than you would if if Adrian led you back to a six and six deal or whatever. Absolutely, uh, Big Bird asking off the text line. I'm a big Big Bird fan, so I'm glad that Big Bird <laughs> listens.
2: I don't know if you've seen unnamed texture, the name unnamed texture. Yeah, yeah. This now Big Bird. Oh, it's now Big Bird. Big Bird. It? Yes, because switched. we had we had people talking talking junk on our show. That was just phone numbers. So yeah. we named him Unnamed Texture, and he was like, Name me Big Bird. So <laughs> I don't think it's me. A so giant yellow bird is talking Big on the Bird. Text
1: line. Uh, he says, What's the deal with playing two years in a row at Madison, hosting Purdue two years in a row? Um, it has been weird. Their, their scheduling has been. Um, I mean, they did that with Illinois when they switched from the legends and leaders. Yeah. And I think part of this was. Uh, Uh, with the COVID year and kind of reshuffling the deck there is is why that that's the case it's not necessarily great but at the same time I know you lost that Wisconsin game but that was far from a daunting atmosphere last year so at least in one of those games um, that you had to play twice a year in Madison uh, uh, two years in a row it wasn't a daunting environment you still didn't win (laughs) so I guess maybe that's and and you didn't beat Purdue either yeah. And it, it seems less and less important where you play <laughs> because they're not winning these games, yeah. but hopefully that gets turned around uh, and we see that in the future. We're going to save our, our, our Mel Kiper hats for another segment because we're running up against it here. Uh, but coming up next, I did want to hit on Husker basketball. Don't worry. Husker football fans. So we got the five <laughs> o'clock hour to get back into all this stuff. Uh, but I did want to uh, break that down with you, Nick. They did finally uh, yeah. get the win and maybe turn a corner. Do they have your attention again? Husker nation. Let us know. 402 5685 on the sarder Haman text line or do you think that that was more about the quality of competition they played uh, we'll uh, hear from you and hear from us next here on Old School on 93.7 The Ticket
0: Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com